0: tapes and scouts a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch
1: welcome everybody it's monday you know what that means no it's double max monday
0: whoa 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 whoa
1: whoa. you know what dawns on me we haven't properly promoted Superliminal films and the second half of double max monday and because your half of it does tend to come out later, I don't promote it properly, and I want to, right now, make up for that. So Superliminal Films, Shorts, Twitch, Max, hit me with it.
0: Yes, you can hear me <laughs> on this. Yes. You are now. This is me. Hi. How are you? And you have Did You See... Which is a podcast where Dan and I talk about cool nerd news that comes out on Mondays when Dan isn't busy with a newborn child. He may not be by now. You don't know. He may be very busy by now. I don't know. Dan, right now listening to this, preparing to
1: currently put up a second half of Double Max Monday that we're promoting right now. <gasps> Putting the pressure on him. Oh it's okay. The kid's more important. Trust it, me. It's true. It's way it's just a hashtag. You yeah. know?
0: It doesn't it it's not important. Yeah. It's fine. I've cried my tears.
1: I've cried my tears with Max. We have them in a cup. We have them in a cup that we're gonna drink.
0: We also have a two liter bottle full of sperm.
1: That's a little bit weird. Why did we do that?
0: You said it was a good idea. Yeah, why? I don't remember why. Should we uh, keep I, doing it? I just, all I heard was two liter of sperm, and I didn't need to hear why. Well, that's true.
1: Yeah, that was it. But I have seemed to have forgotten the why. Do we just keep filling them up and hope something happens? Yeah, I thought that was the plan. All righty. I want to move on to a three liter. Okay. Okay anyways, let's talk about movies. Please. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first?
0: I want to go first because the book ends nicely with the ending right, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the last one. Do the thing. I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh shit. Yeah, in 1974, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I watched this in March because there wasn't much more of a massacre than what happened in March. Ooh. It was one hour and 30 minutes, the perfect number as you've ascribed. I really believe it. And it is a horror movie. It's directed by Toby Hooper and it stars Marilyn Burns, Gunnar and edwin neal the summary of this movie is a group of five friends driving through texas fall victim to a family of cannibalistic psychopaths and must survive the terrors of leatherface and the rest of the sawyer clan terrifying people yes absolutely this movie is the last horror movie that i have ever seen that scared me i watched it when i was 13 or 14 it was on halloween Everybody went out trick-or-treating, and I was like, I'm going to stay home, and I had rented some horror movies. I was like, I'm going to watch this, and I watched it at home in the dark. I was so scared I couldn't even move to turn the lights on. Wow. I just sat there. With the tape running, it rewound itself and everything. It started playing again. It didn't start playing again. It wasn't one of those VCRs. But it just stopped, and it just the TV blew. St- like I just could not move. I was frozen in terror from this movie. It scared the shit out of me. I thought it was like everybody who sees it. I think you think it's a like it has that snuff quality that makes you think it's real.
1: Right. It is a wild movie.
0: It is. You don't get movies like this anymore. No. It is frightening. It is subtle. The more you watch it, the more little hints you pick up on. Like, I don't know how many times I watched it before I realized that they were cannibals, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like just fully like eating people and serving them as food at the gas station. Right. Like just little subtle nuances that, they don't over-explain. You can watch a movie. You can go back and watch it four or five times before you pick up on these little hints. All the disturbing things, the dead body that's stuck on top of the uh the cemetery, and then the tie-in to Ed Gein with all that. Like there's just so much. And if you start to research the things that inspired Toby Hooper, you get more and more out of the movie. It's amazing how much this movie can give you if you actually just put some time into it. It's just I mean, it's kind of, to me, It's it took the, the slasher that was picking up the slasher genre that was picking up steam in the 70s and really kind of, you know, it was like, hey, this is for real. I really enjoy this movie. I think it's terrifying.
1: Yep. I really like the shots. There's like long shots of like like when they're looking through the door, Mm -hmm. the screen door, and it's like, where is he? He could and you might get a long shot of him running towards you. Yeah, and like it's terrifying. It's not like he's running a million miles per hour. It's just like, oh crap! There's a terrifying person running towards me. Yeah, and I always felt like the brother
0: character was
1: way more terrifying. Oh yeah, than
0: Leatherface. Yep, when he was running around, uh, when he chases Marilyn Burns out of the house at the end with a straight razor, and it's just like. It's like, right. It's demented. Yes. Of all the things to run out of the house with a weapon, not a weapon to kill somebody, but he's going to let her just bleed out while she runs because he's going to hit her with a straight razor like 15, 16 times. So like this movie is so terrifying across the board. Like you said, like there's the scene where she has Franklin and they're out in the woods and you just see the chainsaw. Like it's right behind her. Yep. And like the way they shoot it when he's cut, it's like, is this real? Like, is this a real movie? Like, did this really happen to somebody? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. It's just so gross. It's so nasty the sound design is fantastic it matches it perfectly it's just a really harsh movie to watch it is in my top horror movies of all time as it should be it's just so good it's so raw it's so nasty even then like the tagline uh who would be left or what who would survive and what would be left of them is uh-huh. so iconic yeah it's just it's a nearly perfect horror film and it, it does what a horror film at the end of the day needs to do and it's horrific. It's not trying to do anything fancy. There's a lot you can get out of it if you want to invest your time and thought into it. But if you just want to be scared shitless, it does that too. <laughs> it does it all. IMDb, 7.5 out of 10. I need your consent on a few items to continue. My phone needs my consent. Oh, I'm not going to give it consent. It's the 2-liter bottles that you want, or the 3-liter oh. bottles you wanted to order. You, oh. you don't sell empty 3-liter bottles. You actually have to just buy Shasta. Oh, I'm not signing off on that. Okay, alright. All right. Sorry, phone. So... Rotten Tomatoes gives this 88%, 60 critics, and the audience gives this 82%. 202,607 of those audience members gave that 82%. I am for the third time oh, ever. Is it happening again? It's getting a 9.8 yes. out of 10 because yes. this movie fucking rules. Yes. I'm so happy.
1: Yes. So happy. I wonder how many 9.8s we're going to run into over the course of this whole podcast. I can
0: tell you how many 9.9s I'll give, and it's one if I ever watch that movie. Which you will. Probably. At some point. You have to. It is my favorite movie. Every year,
1: right? Every year you watch it, I Probably. Probably. probably Come on. I'm not going to spoil it. I know what it is. That's right. We know your favorite movie now. Ah, crap. Yep. You got to watch it. I know I need to. And you can be like, oh, I get it. Tim's Um, messed
0: up. Tim is messed up.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to talk about a movie. Please. It's a funny movie. It's from the year 1990. Hmm. It's Men at Work.
0: I see. When's the last time you watched Men at Work? I mean, I'm more familiar with Men at Work, the band. Oh, we can dance if we want to. Is that them? No, that was Men Without Hats. That is Men Without Hats, yeah. Dang. Men at Work is uh, laying down under, and who can it be now? Who can it be now? Who can it be knocking at who, my door? Who can it be? You know who it is? It's Emilio Estevez. Oh,
1: Mighty Duckman himself. That's that's right, Duckman. Man. <laughs> Jason Alexander, mm-hmm. Duckman. Um, I love Duckman. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's focus. Hello. I watched this in June of this year. It's an hour thirty-eight. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, your genre: action, comedy, crime. Again, directed by Emilio Estevez, starring Yo. Emilio, his brother, half brother Charlie Sheen. Yep and Leslie Hope. Your IMDb movie summary, two garbage men uncover a conspiracy involving toxic waste dumping and decide to bring the whole operation down. Interesting. I don't like that summary very much. Yeah. Because it's a lot more, these two guys have a crappy job, everyone treats them like like crap, Mm -hmm. they witness a thing they shouldn't have seen, and they have to deal with the consequences. They didn't go out of their way to stop toxic waste. They inadvertently probably do. Yeah. But this is a this is like, it's just that weird area, the ni- 1990, because 80s is very iconic comedy feel to yes. it. This is a little darker, but the jokes in here land pretty good. I think the chemistry between Emilio and Charlie Sheen are, are amazing. Carlos Estevez? Carlos Estevez. Okay. Introducing. Yep. Um, There's a couple cringy jokes, but I think Charlie Sheen is so good at being a scumbag character Yes. And in this one, he's kind of a scummy dude, but like he's a, ju- he's a good dude at the end. Good-natured scummy dude. Good-natured scummy dude. Okay. Because the whole thing is Here's they see- Here's your sing- title. <laughs> yeah. Good-natured scummy dude. Good-natured scummy dude. Scummy dude? Is it a dog? <laughs> scummy dummy dude. just It's just a dog throwing up. <laughs> This movie's very funny. It does some crazy
0: things I don't want to give away, but
1: basically because they're scummy dudes, they discover something they shouldn't, and that's
0: where the roller coaster kicks in. And you love goons that run afoul of something worse than goons. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's all kinds of goons, and there's bike cops, and there's all kinds of weird shit in this movie. Oh, wow. My bullet point's fucking funny. Okay. Sometimes cringy. Mm. but you know i miss the style of comedy with character and character work it's less pc but it's not inhuman it's not shocky for the sake of being shocky it's just it's just like we go to that edge and we we tiptoe on it Mm -hmm. and then we'll come back down yeah that's fair big plot for two trash men to solve yeah and uh the nixon and pizza guy hostage situation is a nice touch (laughs) that's a sentence it's a sentence Ah, the pizza guy. The pizza dude's great in this. Uh, anyways, this movie—if you haven't seen it—it's very funny. Please, please seek it out. I think this is a kind of humor we just don't
0: get anymore. How did you find it?
1: Ah, um, on the streamings. It's on the streamings. Okay, and just Google it, people. Google it, people, because it It'll could come right up under. It, its might title. Even, it might even be different now, anyways. So who knows? That changes sometimes month to month. I actually think this was on HBO. There you go. Doesn't matter. IMDb score six point Okay. Rotten Tomato Critics, 27 critics went back and gave it 30%. Yikes. I don't agree with that. That's a little rough. Rotten Tomato Audience, 45% out of 33,000 some odd people. Okay. I actually gave it a 7.0. Okay. And it's mainly on the dialogue and just what is actually being accomplished. It's not so large. It's not really them trying to stop this big corporation from toxic dumping. It's... Hey, we're two trash dudes, and we saw something that we didn't agree with. We better take care of it. Right. Interesting. Max, take us somewhere that isn't as stinky
0: as two garbage men. Okay. I have 2019's Shaft. Ah. Uh, oh wait, that's wrong. That's Flash. Oh. Uh, I watched. Who the- is the There you go. <laughs> yes. There you go. Now we're talking. Watch I'm this- not doing that the whole time. Damn it. Thank you. I watched this in March of 2020. It is one hour and 52 shaft minutes. Its genre is action blaxploitation. It was directed by Tim Story 3. It's just Tim Story, but I feel like adding the 3 makes it sound like Toy Story more. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't say you could stop. Thank you. Uh, starring Jesse Usher, who is A-Train from The Boys. We got uh, just, the, yeah, just that part. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the worst train ever. <laughs> the train's not gonna get there on time. <laughs> Alexandra Ship, Sam Jackson, and the original, the original Shaft, mm-hmm. Richard Motherfucking Roundtree. Mm-hmm. So great, th- dude. The summary of this movie: JJ Shaft, a cybersecurity expert, enlists the help of his family to uncover the truth behind his best friend's untimely death. Bum bum bum. This is a Tim level generic ass plot. It is. Like, if I just read to you, a cybersecurity expert enlists the help of his family to uncover the truth behind his best friend's untimely death. You would hard pass on this movie, probably. Doesn't sound great. Why do you got to recruit your family? Right. And then I just add in his name is J.J. Shaft. Oh, now it makes and sense. Was, yeah. Now you're like, he's a bad mother. Mm, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. But which? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. So my thoughts on this movie are some cool ideas, but the overall plot is pretty milk toast. The action sequences and set pieces are okay, but nothing to really write home about. They're fine. They're not bad by any stretch. It's just like your review of, was it Into the Dark? Ye, uh, Recently? Dark, Jax? dark was the night. Dark was the night. Thank you. Not with uh, Marissa. Tonight. Not with, yeah, not with. Dark was the night, just where it was like, this could have been really good, and there are parts of it that are promising, but it just never kind of fully lands. Mm-hmm. I think Jesse Usher is very likable. In the role, I think that bringing back both Samuel L. Jackson and Richard Roundtree to reprise their shafts is terrific, yeah, it's and a certainly cool. a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, I think yeah. yeah. So I think it's a really interesting idea, but I liken it to going to a really cool restaurant that has really bland food. Mm, yes. We're just like, man, I really want to go to Johnny Rockets. So they sing when I, like when songs come on and like it's really cool. Or CC's when you order you know, taco pizza, the yellow lay, and, and then you go there and you're like, this pizza's not good. <laughs> Olay! I can eat as much as I want and I don't want any. Aww. Sorry, CC's, you suck. It is a cool but unremarkable film from a story and execution standpoint on the whole. IMDb gave the 6.4 out of 10. Okay. Critics, 126 critics. Now, this is interesting, the critic versus audience score. All right. So critics are 126. Audience, 7,727 people. Okay. We've, we need, like, what, uh, 50 more people to review this so we can have 7,777 people review. But Get on it, people. Critics score, 33%. Hmm. Audience score, 94%. Mm. Wow. Yeah, That is a huge value. And then you have IMDB somewhere in the middle to six point four. Yeah, they're like the difference between the two scores. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty wild pretty wild (laughs) difference. I don't like seeing that. I always like it to be closer. Yes. It, yeah, at least if yeah, if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. But it's just weird to see the critics going. There's nothing really much here, but the audience going, "Hey, this was a lot of fun to watch." It is. It's not. It is a very easy to watch action film that's fun. You'll have a good time. I think the average audience viewer is not going to dislike Shaft. Will I'd, they learn something? No, not really. Oh, good, 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 good. good, good <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gave this a six out of ten. Didn't, didn't not enjoy it. Just was hoping for a little more seems like IMDb has been on point as of late.
1: I know. It always scares me. I know. I'm going to cry. It's weird. Well, I'm going to take us home. You ready? Please. The year 1995. Ooh, five years ahead of your last one. That's right. I'm in a 90s funk. Okay. Uh, this may be a movie you've seen. It is a horror... But it's more of a horror sci-fi.
0: I thought you were trying to say whore. Now I'm not interested It's anymore. about whores. Oh, now I'm interested. There's this werewolf whore. Oh, I love werewolf whores. Yeah, they tear you right apart.
1: They do. This movie's called Project Metal Beast. I've never even heard of this movie. All right, good. Here we go. <laughs> I watched it in the middle of June some point. IMDb minutes, one hour, 32 minutes, so it's got the right time. Okay. Genre, horror, sci-fi, like I said. Directed by... Alessandro de Gaetano. Okay. Starring Kim Delaney, Kane Hodder. Oh, I like Kane Hodder. And Barry Boswick. Oh, I like Barry Boswick as well. This is his vehicle, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Your summary. In 1974, an unhinged CIA agent injects himself with the werewolf blood he has found. After a killing spree, his body is put in suspended animation, then thawed out 20 years later by his crazy boss and a team of unsuspecting
0: doctors. Wow.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to unpack from that
0: description. It's like werewolf uh, demolition man. It kind of is. Okay. So
1: you get, and Kane Hodder... I'm assuming was the wolf, because it's just big,
0: crazy, big dude, right? Yeah, Kane Hodder is, if you're not familiar, Jason Voorhees in the later Friday the Thirteenth, particularly 7 and 8 and 9.
1: And he's in a lot of other... If it's horror and there's a big, creepy dude, odds are... He's
0: Victor Crowley, he's in uh, Rennie Harlan's Prison, he's in a ton of movies as a suit actor. Mm -hmm.
1: So basically, in the 70s, they discover where a werewolf is. Okay. They go to where Werewolf is and try to get his blood. Mm-hmm. The CIA agent successfully does that, brings it back to his boss, which is Barry Boswick. I just feel like the length of having to explain this plot is insane. It is. That guy who did, who did all this is a complete douche. Okay. And and he injects himself with the blood because they're going to try to re- do research. He's going to tie things up. He's like, no, just put it in my body. Okay. Sure. give me that blood. Okay, so he's like, Tim Roth and the Hulk. It's kind of like that, yes. Except Tim Roth, way more likable.
0: Well, we do love Tim Roth. I do love Tim Roth. Yeah, absolutely. I'd let him lie to me, you know what I'm saying? I do.
1: Uh, So, basically, he becomes a killer werewolf and is psychotic on top of that. They manage to take him down, they freeze him, they're like, we're gonna dissect your body now, asshole. Okay. Then you go flash forward to the 90s, which was present day. And is this, like pre-
0: this is present day. It's, it's not trying to be the future or anything? No, it's okay. present
1: day. And the I feel so bad for the Doctor characters. It's great how they make you, because this is why it's more sci-fi. It's like, we're using technology to create, to thaw out this monster, but they don't know he's a werewolf. They oh, think interesting. Because he's, he's in his human form. And they're doing experimental things with skin grafting. Okay. And they're just trying to fix his body that has all these strange oh, neat. things going on with it. And he actually revives too early and then he starts murdering everybody. Interesting. Barry Bostwick is so good in this movie. He is the most despicable asshole I've nice. ever seen. That's He's way great. cool. Yeah, he just plays this military guy that can't get around. And then just people start dying. He's like, I still don't give a shit. Wow. That's pretty great. That's pretty cool. Uh, my, Barry, my bullet points, Barry Bostwick is a huge D-bag, bigger than normal. <laughs> it is a very different type of werewolf movie involving military skin grafting research just it's a thinky version of a werewolf movie yeah cool first person camera angles as the werewolf begins hunting how neat so they're like kind of going through this hospital area and it's very blurry like he like he just woke up and he just became this form and he's it's hit. There's people running and they don't notice him. It's very similar to what we were saying about Texas Chainsaw, where like the angles of the camera are super important and conveys some fear. Uh, not for everyone, but a must-watch for werewolf enthusiasts for a unique plot. Cool. IMDb gave it a 4.7. Okay. Rotten Tomato Critics, nope. Okay. Audience, 191 people gave it a 39%. Okay. I gave it a 5.5. Okay. It's not going to set your world on fire. But it is such an original idea in a very bloated kind of genre. Okay. Of
0: just critter. Critter genre. I need, to, I need you to do me a favor now. Yes. Anytime there is an oversized item in the store, uh-huh. I need you to have a tag underneath of it that says bigger than normal. Bigger than normal. It's a huge D-bag. Bigger than normal. Bigger than normal. Yeah. He's not your average D-bag. No. I love this. It's (laughs) got to be on everything in the store. Bigger than normal. Bigger than
1: normal. Yep. I can't wait to put that on my belt buckle. Ooh, bigger than normal. Bigger than normal.
0: It's still not a lot. No, it's a bigger belt buckle.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, that's it.
0: Oh. It says, America. It does. Goodbye.